This episode of the Home for Anime has been brought to you in part by some of the Home for Anime's newest patrons, Jade and the Chew and Swallow podcast. Thank you all so much, and with that being said... Hello and welcome to the Home for Anime. I am your host, GPC, great podcaster Callie, and I have two things to say. One... This is a great way to end off 2022. Happy end of the year slash happy new year. And two, uh, welcome, Matt. Thank you. It's a pleasure, an honor <laughs> to be here, man. Well, thank you for saying that because uh, I've I've been wanting to have a conversation with you on this show for a long time. I never knew how um, I was going to do it because... You don't watch anime. I don't. But um, <laughs> but I was I just kept thinking to myself one one day I am going to get this man on here because I just I know that he is going to have something amazing to say when he does watch something. I appreciate you figuring out a way, you know, <laughs> creating a way for me to you know to be here and be on the podcast. Uh, so I don't watch anime, but. You've introduced me to it, and you've shown me some good stuff. Yeah. So some great stuff. So I appreciate it. My nose is getting it. my nose is getting longer from pride because a lot of people tell me that you know it just comes with being the greatest podcaster in America. A true savant. A true <laughs> savant. So today, Matt, you and I are going to be talking about uh, Puparia. Yes. And Puparia is, for those who don't know, a three-minute anime short by animator Shingo Tamagawa. And it has this amazing reputation of having been made over the course of three years, three years for three minutes of animation. And while the animation itself is just something to marvel at and revel in for for now to the end of time because of its its metamorphosis it's it lives up to the name of puparia which i believe what what was the what was the original name for it puparium right Mm -hmm. which was it it, puparium uh it depicts the chrysalis or the pupa meaning the shell of the larvae right and it's just watching this is like watching that shell be shed it's it's kind of like this this hope of what's to come in this abandonment of what once was that is very much the spirit of what i got from this three minute short which is equal parts comprehensive and incomprehensible. It's something that you really need to think about because it's so abstract, but it's so deliberate. Everything was done by hand. Uh, Tamagawa knew what he wanted to do, even though it kind of kept changing. But he said, this is what's going to fit with my personal narrative. Which 
is very telling because of where his life was going at that point and how Kuparia came to be, which is to say for the five years that he was in the animation industry beforehand, uh, he was very much kind of starting to hate animation. He was feeling very uninspired. And as a result, he, he took some time off. I believe it was like a year, over a year. Mm-hmm. About a year and a half. Yeah. And he it, it immediately got the creative juices flowing again to the point where he said, I have to return, but I have to return on something that is meaningful to me. Something that I am going to make. And he produced this. He funded it. He, he did every single aspect of this three-minute animation by himself, barring the music that was put in there. And I just, I relate to that so heavily because, and I, I put this, I, I made this the last episode, the episode that was going to be uploaded on December 31st of 2022 for a very deliberate reason. And I asked Matt, to join me for this for a, a very deliberate reason. Um, just a little backstory, something about how 2022 has gone all together. Um, I don't think I have ever gotten sick as much as I have this year. I have had a slew of physical illnesses, mental illnesses, like emotional things have happened. And my body, my mind, my spirit were just consistently being crushed and mangled, it felt like. And all the while I was trying to keep up being this content creator, living up to this false narrative that I had painted of myself trying to be the greatest podcaster in America and thinking, you know, oh, of course people care about what I have to say. Um, it got to the point where I was like, does, does anyone really care? Do I care? Like, am I still happy doing this? Does this still carry the same meaning for me as it did back then? And as a result, I, I had a period of time, it was about a month, where I got so sick that I couldn't really move, I couldn't speak, um, but I, just, I was just left alone with my thoughts. And what I ended up doing was just writing down so many ideas and communicating with so many different people and the spark kind of came back and I started all these different series like the tea room and the hangout sessions, the homie check-ins and stuff like that. And it also inspired what I can openly tell everyone now because it starts next week. I've been working for months now and I'm not done yet, but I hope to be before the end of 2023. Um, volume four of the Home for Anime, which volumes are typically 10 episodes, but this one's going to be somewhere between 
28 and 32, I believe, because I really didn't know what direction to take the podcast in. And I wanted to stop being so aimless, even if just for a little bit. And I settled on, well, if I want to love what I do and love anime again, I have to go back to what made me love it in the first place and what represents love to me, period, in animation form. Um, And that's how I came up with the celebration of Kyoto Animation, which I am just extremely happy to share with everyone. I'm so excited. And it has been a culmination of, again, the sicknesses that I have experienced. You are going to hear so many different Camerons over the course of when I started this project and where it's going to end. And if it seems inconsistent, that's because mentally that's where I've been just all over the place. But that inspiration finally took hold. And I just told myself, it doesn't matter how low I am, how high I am, what's going on. This is something that I have to do, not just for you guys, but for me. And I really do cherish, even if some of them may seem weaker than others, I truly cherish the time that I have spent with this project. I've gotten to talk with a lot of you and meet with a lot of you and even work with some of you about how to make this work. And you've all been, the people who know about this so far have been very receptive and you've been a huge help. And just, I I got my Spotify wrapped a few days ago and I was just flabbergasted at how much growth the show has seen over the past year. And I never thought that it would get to the point where it is now. So from that feeling of being uninspired to darn near hating anime like Shingo did when he took that break, like when I took my break, and then coming back and realizing, you know, animation is just one of the greatest forms of expression. It's one of the greatest connectors that we have as people. I mean, it's brought so many of us together, and I really appreciate that. That is why Kuparia has just stuck so hard with me, because in its metamorphosis, I plotted and witnessed and am experiencing my own. I am, the, the larva is coming out of the shell. And I mean, Matt, you have been a huge support in that process which is part of why i wanted you on i mean for anybody who doesn't know about matt i've known matt for a very long time and i've i have looked up to him for literally over half my life which is incredible to say the least and i mean you you are just a phenomenal person you have done things that 
I did not think were possible for any average human, which, I mean, of course, we're all average humans, but you just go above and beyond. But you've had your own set of trials and tribulations. And that's why I wanted you to watch Puparia and join me for this so that you could, you know, uh, shed some light on that and see how it could affect people outside of the anime scope. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, first, you described everything beautifully. <laughs> I was getting a bit emotional over here just hearing you talk about. No, nah, you're fine. <laughs> just talking, you, just hearing you talk about um, your journey uh, with anime. And I think uh, for me, just like being a part of that journey um, and, you know, being here in support and just seeing it. Um, like, and now hearing you talk about this kind of it's like, it's beautiful. <laughs> It's inspiring. Um, so, yes. Um, but for me, um, like Cam said, I don't watch anime. But let's make one thing clear. I do respect it. Just because I don't watch it <laughs> doesn't mean I don't respect it. Um, just growing up, I've always been a sports person. Sports was just always huge in my family. Um, and I played basketball. Basketball was my main sport. And it's the, the sport that stuck with me. I love basketball. And it became my refuge. It became... You know, my sanctuary, um, the place I went when I needed to clear my thoughts, the place I went when I was happy, just, you know, everything in one is, is what basketball became for me. And uh, at, a, at a certain point, I began to um, obsess over the game and really like indulge and dive as deep into it as I could, um, played in high school, played in college. And then my junior year, I decided I wanted to go overseas um, to play professional basketball. Um, so on that journey, um, you know, some trials and tribulations, even getting to that point, I, you know, endured some injuries that I had to bounce back from, like having surgery, um, knee surgery, knee surgery specifically um, was tough, you know, getting back from that. Um, but still having that big goal in mind and, and doing everything I can to achieve it. So I ended up, I ended up graduating college um, May of 2020. So during, during the pandemic um, and the market for basketball was, was kind of tough. Um, every, as we know, uh, coronavirus impacted everyone globally and the market was, was slim. Uh, leagues were being canceled. Players were getting sent back home. And it was difficult because I knew that I was ready. I knew I had put my time in, that I had worked, that I had, you know, done everything that I was supposed to do on my end. I just needed the opportunity. Um, so I was faced with um, a challenge. You know, I could, you know, continue to work and continue to prepare and wait for my time to come. Or, you know, I could just say, you know, forget it. Like, you know, it, it just wasn't meant for me, whatever. Um, I continued to work. You know, I chose to I continue to work, to continue to put the work in and just get better each and every day um, and surround myself with people that were on the same goal, on the same track as myself and even people that had more experience than me. Um, so I'm trying to think what it was August of 2021 mm -hmm. and I had been planning to go on this tour team. So basically a tour team is the group of Americans that go over to Europe and they usually hit a couple of different countries, um, practice with some teams and play in some tournaments and some scrimmages just to, you know, show their talents and show what they're able to do. 
Um, but because of COVID, we were just in Estonia. So this tour team, I, I think it was about maybe 10 of us um, on this tour team. And we you know, went to Estonia, gathered together. We played in a tournament um, and we were invited to some individual workouts with different teams and things of that nature. And I ended up literally the day before the it, the tour team was about to end and people were, you know, catching their flights back home if, you know, you didn't sign because it wasn't a guaranteed situation. You were just going over there in hopes of, you know, showing your talents and hopes of a team liking you in hopes of getting an opportunity. Um, so it's a situation where, you know, you kind of have to bet on yourself. And and um, I was blessed to have the opportunity to um, sign with a team in Estonia. And I played there for a season. And it was great. It was a great experience. It was amazing. Um, I connected with people that I never thought that I would connect with. Um, and just blessed that basketball even took me that far. And we finished the season strong. We go to the playoffs. We end up finishing third. And we end up going up to the top league because we were in the division right under that top league. So we end up making it to the top league. And you know, I'm thinking, you know, I had a great season, a great rookie year. Um, you know, I played well. I connected with my teammates. I played the right way. I did everything I was supposed to do. Um, and I was like, I'm, I'm going to have a long career. I'm going to be playing basketball for, I don't know, like 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to play forever until, like, my knee busts wide open or something. I <laughs> play till I can't anymore. But it just didn't, it didn't go that way. Um, the team that I played for, they decided not to bring me back. It's a business decision, and I mean, I was crushed. I was crushed. I was hurt um, because of all the time and all the effort, all the energy that I put into the game that I love. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, it is a business decision on that end, but it doesn't take away of how I was feeling and how I still feel. So um, it's been a process, you know, of I've had to take the break, like my man's name, uh, Shingo. Shingo, just how he took a break from animation as he, you know, put the time in, he studied, he was perfecting his craft and he took a step back. And that's the process I'm in right now. I've taken a step back. Um, I stopped training. Um, at one point, I just stopped playing basketball altogether. And then I'm slowly right now working myself, you know, back into it and find the inspiration. Um, right now, I'm coaching at my old high school. And that's amazing, just being able to give the knowledge and experience that I have to high school kids is is great. Um, and I, I'm inspired by you, Cameron, um, just your journey, man, of like, you know, you went through what Shingo went through. Um, and just as you, just as you said, um, it's it doesn't only apply to animation or, you know, anime, it, it's a general thing of being burnt out of reaching your limit and having to take a break. Um, so I'm in the, in the space now of beginning to find that inspiration again and, you know, kind of be joyful and, and find the love for the game again. So that's kind of the, the, the space I'm in. And that's a little bit about my journey. That is quite the journey, Matt. It is truly. Um, I and just I, I'm really of the opinion that um, disillusionment 
and disappointment can really affect a lot of decisions in our lives. I mean, in the case of Shingo and in our cases, I mean, optimism just isn't enough sometimes, you know? I mean, whether it's a business decision, whether it's a mental or physical ailment, some like economic factor, literally anything. If you have enough things, enough factors that bog you down, it is so hard to get back up, you know? So it's when you, when you just get thoroughly pissed off and you just are thoroughly over what it is that you are working toward, you you either find something else or you just quit it. Sometimes you just stop. Sometimes you stop because you want to. Sometimes you stop because you have to. Sometimes you stop because you're forced to. But the worst part of it, which, I mean, it can be inspiring to some people, but the worst part of it, at least for me, is actually getting back into it i mean i'm happy that i am able to get back into it and to a lot of people they're like well you've been uploading like every every almost every week except for like the month-long break you took in reality i i didn't i didn't touch this microphone for like two or three months i and that's another like i had such a strenuous schedule that I made for myself that I I put a ridiculous amount of hours into this to the point where I burnt out. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever talked about this, but when volume one of The Home for Anime ended, I did the whole record once a week thing and I was so tired by the end of it and I said if I'm going to do this I'm never going to do it like that again so it got to the point where I would take like a summer break or a winter break whatever and people be like oh he's not doing anything you know he's just but that was when I was doing everything so like I remember over the course of two to three weeks, I watched like a 40 something episode show, a five episode OVA, a bunch of movies, a 12 episode show. I read a bunch of books also that I could have volume two ready. And then I would have something to put out over the next like, two months but then i would be so tired but like i would need all of that time to recover and you just get sick of it after a while like i and like i, I literally got sick and i couldn't do anything and it's to the point now where i mean i'm kind of doing the same thing but i'm just pacing myself better i had to learn about time management and pacing and again, I had to find, like, I had to truly find love 
for what it was that I was doing, re rekindle that because like it was fun until it wasn't. And I, I'm happy to say it, it's fun again, but that doesn't mean it's not hard work. And it doesn't mean that it doesn't take a lot out of me, especially with everything that has happened and things that are happening. Um, like I've, I mean, you, you can tell just from the last time you saw me, like uh, I've even lost a significant amount of weight and I haven't, I have not worked out at all. Like that's just, that is how much stress and pressure I have been under. Um, and it's so weird because it's like no one is asking me to do this. Like nobody asks us to do this. Like it's like a self-inflicted yeah. thing, and it's like, it's like our like we're, we're punishing ourselves, but it's like we're also rewarding mm -hmm. ourselves. Um, it's 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 ridiculous. It's absurd. Yeah. It's so absurd because it's like we're trying to make this path for ourselves, yeah. and where where does it where does it end you know like there's always that that funny um that funny saying like i don't know where you end and i begin but it's like really where where do i start and where do i go from here and like is there an end in sight do i want there to be an end in sight like some people will say things like i can sleep when i'm dead but for yeah. me, I need to go to sleep now. I don't want to die, but I need to go to sleep. I need my eight hours, bro. I need my eight hours. It's real. So, like, I'm just trying not to push myself as hard. Yeah. And, like, I know, like, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions, but mm -hmm. that's just something that I'm really working on. Yeah. Because as it stands, I mean, Kyoto Animation has, like, over 30 productions. Mm -hmm. And... I actually went through my spreadsheet. I'm a little over halfway done um, with everything I planned on covering anyway. Yeah. So I, and like, I still have other things planned outside of volume four, but like, I, I've just never had this drive and this ambition. So like aside from like jobs and relationships mm -hmm. and all that other stuff to me doing volume four and then like continuing the home for anime during that time and after that is that's honestly what gets me out of bed at this point yeah. which is so surreal because again like half a year ago maybe just didn't seem like it was going to be that way anymore it changes it changes mm -hmm. i mean we we grow up and like we we change indeed we do so it's just it's wild yeah. to think about yeah um kind of what you were talking about um before like just uh when you were speaking about like the end in sight and the journey um and i was thinking about to what you said earlier about how in these different volumes it may sound and seem like there's different cameras um but i think also with our journey um because at the end of the day it's a it's a passion you have a passion you have a love you have a drive and it shows up in different ways so i think as you 
begin to start on a journey. So for you starting on this podcast and you know doing your thing is going to look different, right? As you get more experience, as you watch more anime, as you connect with more people, you know, it's going to look different. And um, I think you just have to listen to yourself. Like, you know, how, you know, you were saying you got burnt out. Like, you felt that. You felt like, man, I'm getting tired. Like, you know, these things are changing. You know, being self-aware, you kind of know when that time is coming. And it's going to be the same with the passion and the drive. Mm -hmm. So... Is there an end in sight? Who knows? You know, (laughs) don't know. Like, you know, for me, like, am I going to play basketball again? I want to. Will I? I don't know. I just know that I love basketball so much right now that, I mean, I love watching it and I love coaching it. Is there an end in sight for that? I don't know. It's like, you know, I can't say right now, but I think it changes um, as we just continue to get further. And, you know, just depends on our drive and our motivation. Mm -hmm. And then, like, there's also the sustainability portion of it because, that part, like, (laughs) that part, Shingo, um, he produced Kuparia all by himself. I don't know if y'all know how crazy that is. It's ridiculous. I mean, like, this this podcast is self-produced. Like, every... Every cost, except for the microphone. I had my own microphone, and Ryan was so inspired by the show that he said, you're getting, like, I'm getting you a new one. And that's why the sound quality jumped halfway through volume two. Um, but I've, I've paid for everything that this podcast entails out of my own pocket um the patreon like as it it is december the patreon has finally started to take off a little bit and like every little bit helps but this this comes from me um and then i was afraid like how long can i keep doing this like how long can i afford it and the fact that i just like keep trying my best to find the money to keep doing it because i mean on top of like you know the software there's also like the editing software like i had to buy a new computer you got to make sure that the electricity is on you have to make sure that you have a place to live so there there is a lot and i mean to a lot of people i think it's just like oh like you know you just watch your shows and um like talks about them but like i i went to school for this <laughs> for real and i mean like I, this this is literally podcasting is how i passed my film studies degree like that's how i got my master's in mm-hmm. film studies so i i take anime very seriously um and like i i just want I, this to continue to grow i just want to see the community and again i mean i want this for myself but i i want this to mean something to people beyond me and like my mom um so like you know sustainability is a huge 
factor in making your own dreams come true like when you have that that ambition like what shingo had to make kuparia and like having to take odd jobs along the way and again digging out of your own pockets living as modestly as you can possibly so that you can make something like kuparia like the home for anime like going to estonia possible yeah. because if you don't mind me saying like they did not pay you well no i didn't get paid well and i like I didn't add this in there when I was speaking about the journey, but I saved up money like right out of college, knowing that I wanted to go on this tour team to pay for my own flight to Estonia. Like, and it was money that I had to pay to the organization that was, you know, in charge of the tour team. So it was money I had to pay for that and getting my own flight. So. And just going back to the growth, I mean, I, I'm glad that you, um, I'm glad that you acknowledged what I said about how there are just so many different Camerons throughout the different volumes and how like in volume four alone, there is just such a metamorphosis. I mean, it's, it's going to be released in a certain order because I've, I want, I, I've, I've truly come to like think of a lot of the people who listen to the shows, like my friends and my family, and there are just some things that like I, I can't, I can't hide, especially because like it's it's already been recorded, um, like can't hide the, um, like again the extreme highs, the extreme lows, the onset. And then the recovery of literal psychomotor retardation. That is something that halted me for an entire month this year. Yeah. That was one of the scariest moments of my life. And there's one day when I recorded two episodes and you can hear how frantic I am because I feel like there's something wrong. And then how it just slows down. Like the first episode, I believe, is Sound Euphonium. Um, and I am just like low key, slightly belligerent because I'm like, okay, something's wrong. I have to get this out as quickly as I possibly can. I want to say everything that I have to say, but like I'm angry. I'm not, I'm not just angry because I don't like the show, but I'm angry because something is wrong and I don't know what it is. And then later on that same day, Drew and I record Beyond the Boundary, I'll Be Here, Future. And by then, I've, I've just slowed down exponentially. And I had to listen back to that and cut and edit to the point where it sounded cohesive. But I was just so scared because I was like, what, what is this? This isn't me. And just having to do so many different things to feel better while doing volume four and then getting to the point where I am now. I mean, maybe the past four or five episodes that I've done have been extremely cohesive. Um, I mean, they've all been cohesive, but I, I definitely like there's, there's like funny Cameron and then there's 
there's scared Cameron and then there's slowed down Cameron and then there's recovering Cameron and then there's the camera that you hear right now which I am extremely level-headed I'm mostly healthy um and I just I really hope that continues but I I'm, I went through a lot just to try and bring love back to me to what I'm doing to anime and to try to give that love share that love with all of you and I, I really hope that that is appreciated I really hope that there's like good reception to that and that um you know you I really hope you guys love it and just continue to support me throughout this anime journey that I have set out on because it really does mean a lot to me. Um, so, like Matt and I have really, especially these past couple of years, we've really gone through the ringer and Kuparia just really resonated with both of us because as soon as I saw it, I said, Matt, I need you to watch this and this documentary that goes along with it. And you, you were just, you were just blown away. I was, I was. It spoke to me, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like just watching that. I, I think I watched the the three minutes, the three minute film first, um, and then I watched the documentary. But just seeing the the journey of where it started, it's it spoke to me because um, you have this this love of something, whatever it may be for, you know, who whoever is listening, it may not be animation. It may not be basketball. Whatever it is in your life, you have this love, this passion for something. Right? You decide, I love it so much that I wanna, you know, go on this journey. I wanna go this direction with it. You go in that direction, you indulge yourself, you do everything you can to learn about it, to grow your skills, to be the best at it. Um and then eventually you reach a limit. We all have a threshold, right? We all have a threshold and a limit. You take a break. Um, and this is where the question you asked earlier about the finding that inspiration again and having the ability to do what you love again. Mm -hmm. Like for Shingo, he had the, the opportunity, right, to, um, he took the break. He had some ideas flowing. He's like, all right, I, th I think I want to create again. But he had the opportunity to do that. Um, even though it was tough, right, he still had the opportunity. But I don't know if everyone is always granted the opportunity to do what they love again. Once they get to the point of, I'm going to take a break for whatever reason, like you said, it may be because you're forced to, it may be, you know, out of your control. And it, or it may be your own decision, but regardless of the reason, I don't know if everybody has that opportunity. Um, and I love that you brought that up I earlier. Appreciate yeah. That. yeah, Matt. Um, well, I want to ask: Do you have anything else that you would like to say? I would like to say. I was gonna say this earlier. Um, it's a lot I want to say, but I'm going to go. No, it's going to be, it's just appreciation, man. Um, for a brother, 
um, for a friend that turned a family. Um, and I'm just proud of you, man, uh, of your journey. And, you know, just seeing your love for for anime, just seeing your growth, um, you know, individually and just with the podcast. It's truly amazing. And, you know, seeing the work that you put in, man, is truly inspiring. And I'm happy for you. You know, I love you. And, yeah, man, I'm excited for you. And I'm always here for you. And shout out to all the listeners, all the supporters. You guys are amazing. Um, continue to support. Um, continue to share with your friends, with your family. Um, so this thing can, can uh, continue to grow. It's actually really, really cute. Uh, like I said, I've known Matt for over half my life, and uh, it <laughs> Matt Matt's never actually seen me happy before. <laughs> so. Like he was really relieved when I started this podcast. He was like, "Wait, are you?" He was like, "Is this? Is he happy?" <laughs> and then, especially like the past couple of months, like, "Oh my god!" Like Cameron is happy. What what's going on? Oh man, I love it for you, man. Thank you. I love to see you happy, man. You deserve it. You, you deserve it, man. You deserve it. Matt, I really want to thank you so much for joining me on this episode, this final episode of 2022. Um, I really, I wish you and everybody else a happy new year. I hope that 2023 is just a year of prosperity. I love you, Matt. I love everybody who listens and talks to me. And um, yeah, I just really hope that we can continue this anime journey together. You guys really do mean a lot to me. Uh, so I, I'm i just really happy. Like, this, this has brought a lot of purpose and meaning to my life when I didn't feel like I had any. So, like, thank you so much. Like I said, thank you at the end of every episode. But seriously, thank you. And uh, with that being said... If you want to follow me, you can do so on Instagram at Anime Alpha Goat, which, fun fact, uh, Matt's actually the one who gave me that name, but I put anime in front of it. <laughs> I couldn't think of a username when I started the new Instagram, so I was like, uh, oh, that works. <laughs> anime Alpha Goat. Alpha Goat for life. Man. Alpha Goats for life. <laughs> and uh, if you want to email me recommendations, you can do so at ouranimehome at gmail.com. And if you want to support what it is that I'm doing, then please consider donating to the Patreon. We're finally starting to grow the anime family a good little bit. Um, for $5, you get access to an exclusive monthly Patreon episode, and you get access to the Discord server, where y'all can talk with me and with one another about anime, manga, music, life. It's, it's really nice. Uh, people who are in there right now are super nice, super chill, and I love talking with them. So it's definitely it's definitely a good time and you're helping the podcast and me a lot. So uh, thank you, Matt, for coming on again. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. And again, Happy New Year. With that, we are out.